Welcome back to podcast number 66. Tony Kofkin here in the hot chair, turning it around and interviewing Jamie Arden. Uh, so I've always thought you were a very good interviewer, Jamie, even though you'd fall asleep between questions uh, when you're interviewing me because you hate my stories. Uh, but that aside, uh, yeah, we're actually interviewing Jamie today because um, of the announcement on Monday of Jamie's uh, promotion in here to partner. Partner, they're still general manager of operations, but also a partner. So, Jamie, congratulations. Thank you, Tony. I, um, as you said, I'm interested today in actually telling my stories, I guess. Mm. Uh, we, we were laughing before we come in here about the stories that we get to hear in here, um, here in here. But yeah, we, uh, you know, we've all heard them a lot, a lot of times before. So it'd be interesting to get my ones out. There's a lot of social media love for Jamie Arden, uh, as Willard pointed out before, uh, especially from your mum. Yeah, mum loves me, so <laughs> mum, mum got the podcast out, which was good. Didn't see any likes from your dad, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to find him near social media. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so our nickname for you is the Mayor of Murderfoot. But it was um, no, so very, very popular, very popular in the industry as well. So only nearly five years uh, that you've been here. So what we thought we'd do today is actually talk about a bit of the journey. So it's um, Jamie has known me since reincarnation number two um, of the business after selling the first large one. And yeah, so do you want to talk about how we first met? Yeah, well, I guess... We might have a different interpretation of it, so I'll yeah. cut you off it if, if oh, it no, is. I know where you'll get yours, but I guess first of all, thank you for the opportunity that I've had in here. Um, and obviously... You know, I guess a part we'll get into, but you know, you did give me a, a target when I first started working for you, um, and we'll get into that story. But you know, I think a promise is a good thing to keep. So to, to keep that promise, I thank you for that. Um, you know, I think Paul made some comments the other day with ragtag kid that come along when he first started. So you know, I feel like there's been a journey. But I did first meet you at my footy club, um, South Yarra, when I moved. I, I'd been there before, but I come back from, um, I went and played a year in Myrtleford, but I come back and you're a fitness coach. Um, I was fresh off a European, or winter, European winter, our summer, uh, to visit my sister. So I, I, wasn't, fresh, I don't know how fresh is the actual no, word to use. I don't, I don't, I was never, podgy. A, I, just, I was never a fit guy and that didn't make me any fitter. So I, uh, I battled with you yelling at me. Well, I wasn't yelling at you. You just, you know, I've always said that if you do it the first time I say it, I won't. I won't swear. <laughs> so, yeah. so if you do it the first time, it's not nagging, is it? No, it's not. So it's, um, but no, I've always said you know the Malfi guys always got a lot of push-ups to do. So between you, Johnny Bobo, and Anton, uh, probably just the three of you did you know a year's worth of push-ups <laughs> per training session. Well, I think that's where our relationship blossomed. Though I was I was willing to uh, challenge the status quo, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, so no, you, call it, you call it blossom. I'm saying, who the hell is this guy? So it's, uh, no, but we did look. I, uh, you hung around the club that year, um, though you were meant to be the thirds coach. Um, but obviously, that didn't no, no, I was around. meant to be the under-19s coach. Sorry, so in the, in the under- country, that's called thirds. Sorry, oh, okay. I so still apologise. Yeah, no, South Yarra did have a thirds. Yes, I did. Yeah, that. so I was there, meant to be the junior coach. But we did move on from there, and I, I touched base with you. I actually reached back out to you a few years later, um, mm. whilst I was still working. Um, just for some mentorship and, and to start to understand this industry. Yep. Um, I had certain plans at that stage, but I, um, it was good to catch up for a coffee and we sort of reconnected at that stage um, and kept in close contact from there. No, we did. And no, we did. And it was actually, 
uh, it was actually quite good because I remember you asking, should you go overseas to work? What should you do? Here's what your qualifications are, or here's what they will be, because I don't think you'd actually finished no, uni still, at that stage. I was still failing uni at that stage. So it's, um, yeah, that last year of uni was the best three years of your life, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, no, I so. think once I got a job, I had to smarten up pretty quickly and realised that it would help. Yeah, so it's, uh, but no, it was, we, we did get along quite well. Um, and I don't know why you're asking me for words of wisdom or for advice, but I happily used to catch up with you for a coffee, and I actually remember bumping into you and Jess down at Victoria Gardens, first time I met Jess, actually, down at Victoria Gardens when we were leaving a movie and you, you guys were going into a movie. Yeah, so I'm hoping a, it wasn't a Sunday. I reckon I would have normally, normally ventured to those movies pretty hungover. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was a Sunday. <laughs> so, so. But look, from there, we um, I think the, where we sort of really connected from there on a business sense was... Um, um, I reached back out to you again um, about a year later from that stage um, and I was applying for a job in the finance industry. Um, I looked to you for a reference um, and to get a bit of guidance um, and you can, I guess, tell the story from there. Yeah, so when you when you actually did reach out and it was, I asked if you, you first of all, you asked me if I knew the firm, which I did. I knew yeah, the two directors of the firm very well. Um, and you asked if I would put in a good word for you, which I was happy to do, and I sent off an email, and I spoke openly saying I wouldn't put my name to your name if I actually, if I thought you would ever embarrass me. So I did say at the time you didn't have the qualification that was required, but I know that you would do well and that you're a good worker. Um, And then I asked if you could send through the, uh, the job description and I forwarded that on to Boyan and said, aren't we looking for this? So it was, uh, and it was, it was actually quite interesting because I'd uh, known you um, and I actually asked Boyana if she would meet with you and I think it was down at Rococo in Hawthorne. It was down at Rococo. Yeah, so it was, um, so I said, so I contacted you and said, Boyana, she's going to take you out for a coffee. She's done about 400 of these job interviews in the past with all of our ex-employees. She'll let you know all the questions are going to be asked and what you should be prepared for and how you should answer them. And and the reason why I didn't tell you it was necessarily a job interview is because just in case she didn't like you. And, um, you know, it would have, would have been awful if I'm there, you know, helping in some way, some small way, mentoring a guy. She tends she goes, no way, no, am I working with him? So, but uh, you know, just just like just uh, like your mum, she came back. She said, "I love him." <laughs> so it's, we, uh, it was interesting. He's great. In in that conversation, you know, it's funny where it first sort of. She started. did say you turned up in a suit and you paid for the coffees. Yeah, it's interesting. We <laughs> were coffee the other day and I paid. And she goes, just like old times. <laughs> but no, I, look, that that conversation with Boyana was fantastic. We we were there for a while actually, um, and it sort of started about the background and, and in that sort of style, but. You know, I think the conversation changed to where it was like, if you were working for us. So, you know, we, we, we transformed she that. She cannot hold a secret, <laughs> can she? So we yeah. transformed that conversation in there. But, yeah, you, you did reach out to me after that. Um, and I think this is where the fun begins for me is, you know, I, I had got a, a couple of other job interviews, uh, job offers in the industry at that stage good um, firms too good firms yep. um people you knew which was interesting and you told me to I know everyone. <laughs> go to the go to the interviews and see them but you know it was a step a step back to go forwards i guess I, I was going into a, a, an administration role again um from where i'd been sort of a different industry and things like that but uh, from my end i wanted that challenge um and from my end i found it exciting to hear the future goals and plans and i guess that's where i sort of st- mentioned at the start there was promises made um and promises come to fruition so you know I've, I've seen that growth so yeah i guess we started in um q 
it wasn't in an office. Well, it was, if you were going to call it a home office, I had two dogs and two cats sitting on my lap as I started typing on my first day. And I, my story of the first day, and I always laugh, is you went out for meetings and Boyana had to go get the post or something and she goes, could you just enter this into the system? I'm very comfortable using any system. I was very comfortable into the data into it. And then I looked at your handwriting and I thought, shit. <laughs> and if you've seen doctor's handwriting, I could not understand any of it. And I sat there, freaked out. And I sat there for half an hour not knowing what to do. We failed the first test, uh, didn't we? Uh, and I remember coming back at Boyana and I was like, I am so sorry. I was like, I, I can't do this. And he says, what do you mean? I was like, I can't. What's this word? And so she, but she, she found that amusing. And now, yeah, I had to pick that up pretty quick. It's, it's, everyone in here has had to learn your handwriting. And it's, 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 it's perfect daunt- English. Luckily we do things online these days because it was daunting. <laughs> yeah. But we did. We started from there, and there was goals to um, to move offices at that stage. Yep. Um, I think oh, to move into an office. Move into an office, <laughs> yeah. but you know, which there was Hawthorne or Collingwood, and we found a great little place in Collingwood. Yep. Um, so day one was putting spent sh- four years there. Four years. So yeah, I guess putting tables together, putting chairs together. So we've done it all. Yeah. Um, Hanging TVs on walls. It is, but you know, as a firm, we were talking about it today, and there's a few things and projects that we're taking on at the moment. Um, as our clients know, they have to get a big statement of advice from us. Yes. Um, and trying to bring technology into that, you know, having that online, having an interactive, um, ways that we want to shape the financial industry. But, you know, from those early days, I started in the admin. Yeah, so just in relation to that, you've worked in several roles. At one stage, you thought you might want to be an advisor. Yep. And I thought, you know, you'd, you'd certainly have the personality. Uh, for it, and we were considering that for you at one stage. And well, you we guys, you guys did put me down the study at that path. Yeah. Um, to get my, I guess I had my bachelor's degree from uni at that stage, and then I needed to get my qualification as a financial planner. So we went down that route. Yeah. So we did go down that route, and <coughs> then uh, looked at you from more of a management perspective and things like that. So, just in relation to that, um, how did you, how do you? How do you feel that that was a better move for you than necessarily being an advisor? Um, different well, different thought process, different career path than what we in initially thought might be the case. Yeah, well, I think look, I, I think my strengths lie when I start, when I first started. You know, the beauty of being that starting firm and being there from the ground was I got to do every role. Yeah, um, you know, from here I've done all the administration roles. I've you know put together the bound the documents, stapled them together. You know done the power planning so yeah deciphered I, my handwriting decipher. so yeah the only the only role i really haven't done in here is is an advisor um but i've followed you around enough and been in enough meetings to sort of understand understand what's required mm. um so i think that's when i started to realize i enjoyed and i as you, as we sort of laugh i get bored easily so i like to jump into new things so i think that's probably where my my thought pattern changed yeah. i like to get involved in the building process i like to get involved in the project process um so maybe that's probably where my mindset changed um, yeah. i'm not sure where you've seen it from there no I, d- I just saw that you did have the ability um as a leader of people um and as we were growing and having to put on new staff and making purchases etc i just saw that as the natural progression for you because you did understand quite simply the processes and more importantly the goals that we put in place but what we actually have to do to build those goals and I think one of the test cases for us was when 
we came up with our goal, which is built around our principle called DARES, Digital Automated Recurring Evergreen and Scalable, and you understood that, and you understood it had to be broken down into five parts, and you understood that there was different technologies, and we took a risk in having you champion that cause. When I say took a risk, not necessarily in your ability to be able to do it, but it was actually more in the fact of the expense uh, that that's going to take, where there was no return on that investment unless it happened and, and happened well. So, and that's been a two-year project, but um, oh, extremely still, important. It's a still, still ongoing project, and it always will be a work in progress. Yeah, and I think that's the great. I think that's where we're next. We're at the next step again um, yeah. in that part as well. It's you know, there's greater things that we can do, um, and and the greater ways that we can get that to our clients. So we want to do that, and we want to keep developing. And from our perspective, in regards to as the business grows, the most important thing for us is looking after our clients. And, yep. and to be able to look after our clients as the business grows and not have anyone feel unloved in any way whatsoever uh, was to be able to have the business uh, processes working smoothly yep. uh, and in a timely fashion as well. So, so based on that, I think that us letting you champion that cause and giving you some autonomy in making those decisions and actually coming to us with things and you know I, I, I gave you a you know a, a goal so a zero budget and a two-week time frame is that right yeah, so that, it's, okay, it's blown out a little bit I, I remember <laughs> so, I remember when, we, when you wanted the technology desperately and you were getting very angry at me about why I haven't implemented it yet and there was reasons behind that and then you know, once you finally realise them, you're like, oh, okay, now I understand. <laughs> but, but I remember Angry there was, there is was the some word. Heat, it was some, just like, this is costing me money, Jamie. Yeah, Why were, can't it be done now? There was some heated conversations, but, you know, spanners get thrown into the works during the industry and regulations, and we just have to deal with them. Yeah, we have had to go through a lot of changes with this industry as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you've, in the well, five odd years now uh, that you've been in the industry, you've, you've seen a lot of change yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so if, even... Now our licensee uh, merging uh, in with Count, the amount of work that, I mean, there was nearly a year's work that had to be done in six weeks. Yeah, that's that's the spanner that can really, like those type of things is you're on a pathway with technology and then you have to sort of you know, take a right turn and, yeah. and, and integrate other things. So that's where it's just about understanding what's going on. But you're right, you know, the industry's changed. We've been through a Royal Commission, mm. um, a lot of things like that. I feel young in the industry, but I feel like there's been a lot of change and I've sort of got to learn a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> young person, old soul. All right, this industry will age you very quickly. <laughs> I'm, 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 going, I'm already going grey. Yeah. So, I mean, what have been, just if we think about the last couple of years, you've built DARES, uh, you're instrumental in some uh, getting all the work done in some business purchases. Uh, we gave you the ability on a couple of other businesses that we looked at where you just turned around and said, no, these ones we have to walk away from. So there were, there were originally three or four businesses we were looking at buying last year. Yep. Um, I think you had us walk away from um, a couple of them. So it's um, just said, no, we're not doing it yep. um, and things like that. So for, for us, it was actually giving you that authority to be able to say that. And yep. be, I mean, it was a case of give us the reasons why. Um, so I don't mind not parting with money, but give me the reasons why I shouldn't be doing this, why this shouldn't be a good investment. And no different than what I do with clients. When clients ask me for my opinion of this investment, I either say yes or no. And yeah. they, they ask for my guidance and I give it. And the vast majority of the time they take it. Um, and I suppose that was the same in reverse. Yeah, so I didn't. I could actually worry about looking after the clients rather than actually having to worry about managing the business. 
But in regards to um, the first purchase you've done, that's it's a big thing. You're negotiating uh, with someone's livelihood, something someone has built up on the other side, yep. and with someone else's money. Uh, to actually, and you want everyone to win at it, most importantly the clients to win, and then secondly uh, the person who's selling the business, and so everyone walks away saying, this is great. Good deal. Yeah, this is a good deal. How'd you find that experience? I think that experience had more to do, like, that was one part of it, but that we were moving offices. I was, I was negotiating a new office at that stage, and we are also changing licences at that stage, so they all sort of come together. That was probably the most challenging time, um, mm. I think. And trying to read uh, legal documents probably was the thing that I had to learn. It was it was interesting putting them together with, with lawyers and going back and forward. So that was sort of, you know, three different contracts at the same time and, and learning that, that was probably a big big learning curve for me. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And, you know, property's a fun thing to, to look for and, you know, the negotiations. Commercial leasing is a lot different to residential. You know, I've moved houses a lot, but <laughs> commercial was, you know, a different beast in itself and, and I found that interesting. Yeah, um, so but also too in regards to the commercial leasing, there was a few times where I was frustrated with you. Yeah, why aren't we doing? Why aren't we looking? Why aren't we doing this? And correct. you know, and once and once again, you you turned around and said no, and walking away from it. Yeah. So you, you were the ones who actually made those decisions on our behalf. Yep. And just said no. I must admit, I you know, it was good that you accepted to come and look at this one because that I sort of put that off the hit list because you know we sort of didn't want to go back into CBD. That was sort of another yeah. thing that was decided, but. We found this great little pocket in the city. Um, it's easy for everyone to get to. Um, beautiful views. So that was probably the most rewarding and challenging time, I think, um, learning all those things. And, you know, the recent purchase with Matt has just, that's been enjoyable because... Do you want to talk about the Sydney expansion? Yeah, so I guess we started with Kevin um, yep. and his business in, in going into retirement. Yep. Um, and you guys had a great relationship there. So it was just about understanding your relationship with Kevin um, and understanding what he wanted and, and where we were coming from and what we wanted. So, you know, we we actually have a lot of great clients in Sydney already. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a natural progression to head up that way as well. Um, mm. You know, we've got some great clients who refer great people. Um, so that made sense to begin with. Um, and Kevin had a great business because he's just a great guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I think when you're looking to purchase a business, if you're purchasing good people, like, you know, you're purchasing relationships in our industry. Yeah. Um, and he had some great relationships. So the natural progression to pass that on in retirement um, tells for a good story, I think. Yeah. Um, Matt, obviously, we've gone through the coincidence of you meeting him and things like that. Um, but I've I've generally loved the purchase, um, not, you know, the integration of Matt. Yeah. Say purchase, but it's an integration in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about Matt 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 growing that business, like Matt, oh. Matt growing it for us. In that sense, he's just a, I think his goal is to be the next partner in here. It is. <laughs> so it's, it is. Uh, which he will be. And, and to and to in and to a very make, short period of time. And to make Sydney yeah. to make Sydney a great place for people to be referred to um, yep. and a great office and we had we, we were Sydney will never be as great as Melbourne yeah. though well, that's, so it's, that's, he, that's he just, mentioned that to me the other day he's like I'm, just know that. I'm taking Tony on here <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what I love about Matt and that's a challenge what, but that's I think his nature is he's so encompassing but he he, he's, he wants to be challenged as well yeah. um, so that's why I, I probably really enjoyed that one because it was such open communication and worked really well from there mm. um, there's from both sides there was no need to ever negotiate or like it was it was such an agreed upon move together because well, we it made nearly agreed to it over a coffee which we bumped into each other by accident in Chiefly Square and I hadn't seen him for a few months yeah um and he just looked you know before the changes in the industry he just 
he was just a little bit dis- well dismayed with everything that was going on. And, and you know, people always say, "It was just like, well, come and jo- come be with us." You know, they always say, "Is there a winner? Is there a loser?" But I, that's that's that classic win-win because, like, you know, both parties it made sense for. So I, that that part I really enjoyed. So you know, that's now that's. You know, Matt's now with us. Um, he's, he's already growing quickly. Um, yeah. You know, he's keep, he's he's keeping the staff on their toes. So you know, that's been an exciting challenge as well. So, as a partner here in the firm, um, how have you found the changes from that very first day? There, there is, you know, a, a story that I should say. It was probably on day two uh, that you're with us over at my house, and um, I have a dog that I inherited from my sister, who's half blind and half deaf, and a big, uh, a fat old half beagle, half cocker spaniel named Boots. And um, Boots is well known as a squealer. If she 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 squeals like and, a, and a a slaughtered, slaughtered pig, pig and yeah, it's... like a slaughtered pig. If she gets startled, and being half blind and half deaf, she gets startled quite often. And, and if Boots uh, had a squeal, I think you snuck up behind her while you're just walking normally. Yeah. And uh, she squealed and I came out and looked at you and said, what did you just do to my dog? And you're horrified. <laughs> I did laugh after I don't that. Know. <laughs> so it's, uh, this squeal, I've never heard anything like it. Either. Like it if anyone had my heard... My mum calls it the banshee. If anyone, those actually, Irish people if anyone actually hears it, it is honestly like you've just held her down and belted a dog. Like yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah, you feel so bad for the poor thing and you've done nothing. <laughs> I was hilarious looking <laughs> to look on your face. It was absolutely priceless. I just think uh, we've we've grown. Um, we've we've known the steps to be taken. Sometimes I guess you know you grow. There's always we're, we're audacious. You know we set short time frames. Sometimes maybe it goes over, things like that. But you know sometimes sometimes <laughs> yeah, it's all not <laughs> happening yesterday. But from the first you know. I've seen sometimes I make sometimes you make me feel like you're a council worker. Yeah, <laughs> no, honey, kidding. But we we in here, you know, we've come a long way. We've got great staff, you know, great office. Our scale's great. You know, what we're doing for our clients, what we're able to negotiate for our clients. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the great things that I've seen. Um, the way we're able to showcase to our clients and put them. In our industry, it's about goals-based advice and putting people in a better position, and I truly believe that we've done that from day one. Yeah. Um, and we just keep getting better and better at helping service them. So we've just started in the start July, so we're now seven days into our 120-month business plan. Yep. Um, so by the time that's integrated, you'll be the ripe old age of 13 years younger than I am now. <laughs> so it's um, probably greyer than you are, though. I think. Well, I just don't go grey, no matter how much. And you put me under stress, Jamie, and I just don't go grey. So it's uh, even though the chin's getting a bit grey. So it's um, in saying that, though, where do you? I mean, as, as a firm, uh, in respect to managing the firm and the growth of the firm. Uh, we have got very audacious goals of what we want to achieve and achieve for all the clients and that as well. So uh, ensuring that the right amount of money gets to the right person at the right time, tax effectively, which was your little input into that every single time. So how do you see in respect to the growth of the firm and being in the future, being able to look after clients even better uh, than what we, well, being the industry leaders in being able to service clients? I, I, I believe it's just about continuing to develop systems that you're able to, you know, get this material. Uh, you, uh, clients need the information at fingertips, and we want to get, we want them to have that. Um, yeah. We want them to be put in the right position so that they can see their progress through the journey of being with us. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to have a quote on our 
website which talked about financial freedom um, and I think that is for clients you know people's goals are different so yeah. it's it's about helping that journey um, I think we'll continue to help with that journey um, I think we'll I was with a client this morning a long standing client who actually you were in the very first meeting with her and Joe Walters yeah um, uh, that we ever had with her so it was probably four odd years ago and she's gone through a lot of change in her life and her comment today was I just love being able to sleep at night yeah and I think and yeah. you know that's and her life was upheaved. Yeah. I mean, she was, she did one of our podcasts, so it's a story that anyone who's listened to her knows. But, yeah, yeah, so... And that makes, you know, that's her. And then you have some people who just want to go on a holiday. And, that's <laughs> their, and you know, their goal is to just make sure they're going on a trip every year. They're not doing much at the moment. Well, but I was actually meant to be watching Pearl Jam in Bologna, Italy last night. Oh, <laughs> that was last night. But... Greatest Christmas present I ever got given. And so I just went home and put Pearl Jam on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> so not, it's, uh, not I'm actually on the, the way home in the car. But look, you know, we're going to grow in just as loud <laughs> so, so. our office here will provide greater services more services um, under the Kofkin Bond brand yep. um, and I think that's where the next stage and next growth is it's about having good advisors doing good work um, and having a great support staff and team behind it so a question without notice um, but you know we're having conversation what differentiates us from what you've seen out there in the industry it's about understanding the clients from my my opinion Mm. Um, you know I've seen a lot of advice I've read a lot of advice and there's the simple one where they talk about the advice of rollover super Um, and there's no strategy behind it you know they're simple templated um, strategies in that sense that's what's the differentiator Um, Mm. and it's about knowing our clients Um, we have a personal connection with our clients Um, they come to us with questions that they need answers and we give, we provide them, you know, uh, we don't bill, we don't, you know, they can pick up the phone and call us. Yeah. Um, and that's where I've, there's true care in here and that's probably the difference that I've found where I've, you know, been to a lot of industry things and I, I look across the room sometime and there's some great people out there, but I also know that there's not some great people out there. And we've talked about the challenges that the Royal Commission in regards to the study, mm. um, but you know, I'm not doing the study, thank God. I don't, we don't like that. But, you know, as, as much as it frustrates you, you know what's a good thing and you've and you consistently yeah. messaged that. So that that mindset from us is what makes us different. You know, yep. we haven't stamped our foot and, you know, kicked up a storm. We've said, okay, if they want this to be a professional, we are professionals and this is yep. what the standards are yep. and we meet all those standards. Yeah. I did get given a pair of socks last week, though, that did say grumpy old man. <laughs> so it's, so it's uh, but, but it is true. We are, we are a profession. We are growing. But, um, no, it, it has been a wonderful journey with you. I'm looking forward to the next 120 months um, as per you grow to get this company to the next level and next level and the next level uh, 10 times over, which, yeah. is, which is the goal, and being able to service our clients um, all the way through. There's one thing though I will touch on in there that you've said and that is when it comes to the case that we care. We can automate everything we want in here but it's about sitting down and actually the client knowing they can pick up the phone and that we do care. Yeah. Um, so we can automate processes all we want but they have to know that they're loved. We're not a robot. Yeah. We're not robot advice on that basis. So we are a you know, a fully integrated financial services firm, but we take pride in what we do and the positions we put our clients in. So, and I think you've been a real integral part of building that 
uh, building that service when we came together and said, here's the goals, here's how we're going to build DARES, and we built it with a view of what, this, what was size we were building it with a view to what size we'll actually be in 10 years' time. So that was a huge task for you, yep. um, especially when I came back and I think changed the goal by 10. Yeah, so don't ever go. It's good, actually. COVID's one, one good thing. You're not going on holidays because um, you come back with too many ideas when you go on holiday. So if you come back from Italy, your time on the plane, you would have thought about too many things. But um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for allowing me to talk about myself. As my mates would know, they probably they probably have one of my funnest things to do is keep talking. So I appreciate it. No, it's been it's been a wonderful five years. Looking forward to the next ten and seeing that grow as well. Thank Fantastic. you, Jamie. Talk next week.